You're listening to the Worship Unlimited Ministries podcast. This week's devotional is entitled The Qualities of a King. Here in the UK, we have just celebrated our Queen's Platinum Jubilee, meaning Queen Elizabeth II has been on the throne for 70 years. That's a long time. And as we've heard on countless occasions, she has witnessed more changes than any other monarch before her. While I am by no means a royalist, I believe the Bible tells us to treat our leaders with respect and I cannot but respect a lady who has worked tirelessly for so many decades despite some very personal and public tragedies. The recent celebrations have definitely made us all think more about royalty, but they have also led me to ponder the idea of what makes a good or bad king or queen. What qualities should we be looking for in our leaders? No human being will ever be perfect, no matter how hard they try. We are all born into sin, and so we have flaws that occasionally show up in various ways. Speaking for myself, I have a lot of them, and I'm sure Queen Elizabeth does too. When God brought his people out of Egypt and began leading them toward the promised land, he didn't want them to have a king like so many of the nations around them. They didn't need one, because God was their king. He gave them rules and regulations stating the best way for them to live, and if they kept those and stayed close to him, all would go reasonably well. They could expect his care and protection. Yet as we read further in our Bibles, we can see that Israel did not obey. One of the biggest problems seemed to be their need for something tangible to worship something they could see. So they made other gods, following the pagan practices of the nations around them, and they were led into sin and idolatry. The cycle of disobedience, captivity and oppression, crying out to God for help, being sent a deliverer, rescue, a few years of faithful service, then more sin and idolatry, is the sad refrain of the book of Judges, until finally, under the spiritual leadership of Samuel, the people asked for a king. Samuel was heartbroken over their request, but God reassured him that it wasn't Samuel they were rejecting, but rather God himself. He basically says, give them what they want. Israel's first king was Saul, a man who started out well, but ended his life far away from the God who put him on the throne, even seeking advice from a witch. Their second was David, whom God called a man after his own heart. Yet even he had lusts and passions he couldn't control. As I previously stated, even the best kings and queens are only human. The older I get, the more I realise there is only one person who will never let me down. He is the King of all kings and the Lord of all lords. He is Jesus Christ, my Saviour, my Redeemer and even my best friend. What is it about Jesus that makes him so special 
aside from the fact that he is perfect and God come in the flesh. I think there are a few things. It saddens me that many people are looking for these qualities in an authority figure and don't realise they can all be found in Jesus. First of all, our King is approachable and the way we approach him is through prayer. In Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16 we are told, So let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. There we will receive his mercy and we will find grace to help us when we need it most. If I decided tomorrow to jump on a bus or train and take a trip to London, I could not expect to go boldly into the presence of Queen Elizabeth II. Even the privileged people who do get an audience with her just can't turn up. Times and dates must be set. Certain decorum must be followed. Yet right now, as I sit here writing on my garden swing, I can begin talking to Jesus knowing he will listen. I don't need to use special words or preamble and I don't need to prearrange an appointment. I can be bold, bringing my cares and concerns and unafraid to ask for what I need. Yet I owe him the utmost respect because of who he is. Remember the story of Esther. She was the Queen of Persia, yet even she couldn't go into the presence of her husband the king uninvited. She had to wait to be called, or hope that if she did dare to approach, he would hold out his golden scepter, indicating that her life would be spared. He had the right to kill her for daring to go near him, but our God longs for us to talk to him in prayer. If prayer isn't a regular part of your life, I'd like to encourage you to begin today. Even five minutes spent talking to Jesus is worth every second. It may feel strange at first, chatting away to someone you can't see, but it gets easier. The way to get to know someone is by spending time in their presence. God wants to share a two-way relationship with us, in which both parties seek to know and be known. Another thing we value in a good leader is consistency. That's one of the biggest problems with so many of our leaders today. They seem to have this habit of saying one thing and doing another. Yet how often do I also fall into that same trap? The wonderfully amazing thing about Jesus is that he is consistent. He will never do or say anything that is contrary to his word. He hates all sin, yet he is merciful to forgive if we ask. His standards don't change with the trends of the world because he isn't trying to win any popularity votes. He doesn't need to. Many people have lacked consistency in their lives. Perhaps you grew up with a parent who struggled with an illness or addiction that meant you never quite knew where you were from one day to the next. Let me assure you, it won't be like that with Jesus. If you want consistency, turn to him. Israel's first king, Saul, struggled with inconsistency. He was over the moon when David killed Goliath, but then became jealous when the people applauded the young man and gave him more credit than their king. 
One day he gave his daughter in marriage to David. The next he was ready to kill him. It's no wonder David ran away for fear of his life. Human leaders can wield their power unwisely to cause harm. But our saviour never will. Next, a good king needs to be strong. I thank God that I serve a king whose strength is made perfect in my weakness and he invites me to draw on that strength every day. He will never use that strength against me but offers it to assist me in love. He is also trustworthy. God means what he says and says what he means. So many people today have trust issues because someone has let them down. They poured out their hearts and shared all their deepest and darkest secrets only to have them discussed on social media or worse, at church. People who have experienced this sometimes believe they will never be able to trust again. Yet Jesus can always be trusted. There's nothing he doesn't know so our character flaws or struggles can't surprise him. Yet he still wants us to talk to him about them so he can work with us on helping us become the best versions of ourselves we can be. A king with all those wonderful qualities and so many more is worthy of our ultimate love, devotion and respect. So while we respect Queen Elizabeth the second and others like her for the service they have offered, we know that even she is subject to King Jesus. We are told that she is a lady of faith and I pray that she is, but ultimately her walk is between her and God. All I can do is try and make sure that I am a good subject to my King, that I am walking in his ways and giving him the worship he deserves. Thank you for listening. For more information, please go to www.worshipunlimitedministries.org. If you'd like to get in touch or give feedback, you can email worshipunlimited1 at gmail.com. And we'll be back with another devotional next week. God bless you all.